Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com. Okay, welcome back to the Sean Hannity International National Global Radio Show. Leo 2.0 in for Mr. Hannity. And I've you know been here for two hours already. I can't believe this is the final hour. By the way, our phone number, 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 800-941-7326. Sean's Twitter account is at Sean Hannity. My Twitter account is at the Leo Terrell. We have uh, posted the radio program on my website, theleoterrell.com. And of course, you can uh, call us at the number I just given you, 1 800 941 7326. Now, we're going to take a few phone calls, and then we got another special, special, special guest on the Leo Terrell wish list. But unknown to her, I'm going to bring in Linda, the executive producer, because you know, I, I'm trying to get a resume developed, so I got to get a on-air uh, critique of the first two hours. So, Linda, I know you didn't expect this, but come on the air. <laughs> she's the executive producer. I mean, she's uh -huh. tough. She's intimidated me with a lot of notes. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm scared. I got to make sure I do everything right. So I need a two-third report card right now, Miss Linda. Well, I'll tell you, you know, aside from me scaring you, which is total fake news because you're not scared <laughs> of anything. Um, you Honestly, we've been talking about it all day. I mean, you're a natural. Obviously, you have your own show on KBC and you're killing it there with your podcast. And, you know, you're on the show all all the time at night with, uh, with Sean. You've been a guest on the radio show many, many times. But, um, my God, you are just, you're crushing it today. We are just so delighted to have you here. Honestly, unbelievable. Now, tell, Great tell, me how you, tell me how you really feel. Oh, yeah. Nobody ever, nobody <laughs> ever... Ever wonders what I'm feeling because I'm always offering it before they ask. But seriously, now, so, you are you're crushing it. Now, is there any scenario where if I was the opposite? Let me give you a scenario. Let's just say I had a, a scripted <laughs> list of notes. I had a pre-written uh -huh. out program and I was just reading it. What would you do? So I have a I have a memory I'll share with you guys <laughs> in the audience. Uh, we have a friend who guest hosted the show many many years ago, um, going back at least ten, I think. And um, he was a sweetheart, very, very nice guy, but very um, pragmatic and sort of thoughtful. And he came in with this stack of papers and I looked at him and I said, huh, what's that? And he says, oh, it's my show prep. So, okay, no problem. 
So he goes in the studio. I'm in the control room. He starts the show, and he's reading verbatim from this. And I'm like, oh, this is terrible. And he was so smart. Didn't need the, didn't need the notes. So I went in on commercial break. I said, listen, you're doing great. Here's the thing. It sounds terrible when you read. Nobody likes that. So do me a favor. Lose the papers. Just do you. Be natural. You'll be fine. He's like, no, no, really. I said, no, really. Because I'm, I'm going to make you a promise. If you read from that again, I'm, I'm going to set those papers on fire. <laughs> and he just looks at me and he goes, okay, Lynn. I'm like, no, no, really. I'm going to set it on fire. I'm just letting you know. So all right, fine. So I walk out, go back in the control room. We get back from break. My man picks up the, the papers and starts reading. I'm like, oh, God. Get my lighter out. He sees me walking from the control room. Raw air. I go into the host studio. Say, hey, done. Give me those papers. I set it on fire <laughs> while he's on air. And he looks at me and he goes, Linda, you just can't set things on fire. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing it right now. This is it. This is me setting your papers on fire. Now, speak from the heart. Have a great show. I'm leaving. Whole thing on fire. Dumped it in the trash can. Poured water on it. Went back in the control room. It's hilarious. Nobody ever read again on that show. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I will not read. I, I'm not reading, Linda. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm, to I'm hear. not reading. I'm not reading at all. Word to the wise. Do not read when you're hosting the Sean Hannity show. Thank you very much, Linda. That's the uh, <laughs> two-third report card for Leo 2.0 for the Sean Hannity show. And that's A Linda. Wanna, thank you very much, Linda. I appreciate it. And also the, the guests, the show, the whole staff. Uh, let's take a few phone calls. Katie, by the door, the screener has taken uh, some names. And let's go, ladies, first. Mary Kay. Mary Kay from the Show Me State, Missouri. Welcome to the Sean Hannity radio show. Thank you very much. I... I have to say, I really feel honored to be able to speak with you. You are by far one of my absolutely favorite guests that Sean has. Um, Thank you. I love and respect the fact that you just tell it how it is. Um, Yes. And so I wanted to know, of course, your opinion on when the Republicans, optimistically here, take over um, control of of, um, the government coming up. What do you think Nancy Pelosi's role is going to be in this? I mean, do you think they're really going to finally be able to hush her all the way? Or do you think that we're still going to be dealing with Nancy over and over again still? Uh, that's that's a, a very good question, Mary Kay. Thank you for the kind words. Let me give you my response. I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind, even Nancy Pelosi's mind. She is no longer going to be Speaker of the House. The, the, let me see if, let me be as clear as I can. The Democrats are going to lose control of the House of Representatives. Anyone who says otherwise, they're lying to you. They're lying. Nancy Pelosi powers flows from the fact that she's Speaker of the House. I'm going to make another statement. Nancy Pelosi will never be Speaker of the House again. It's over. It's done. And you know what? Her ego is so massive. She just can't be the minority leader and she just can't be a member of Congress. And you can see how her attitude is, how she's doubled down. She doesn't care because she knows the writings on the wall. She's done. Nancy Pelosi is going to become anything else other than Speaker of the House. The only question is who's going to replace her from the Republicans. That's the million dollar question. But the House is going Republican. And again, I'll, 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 I want the Democrats to hear this. I challenge you to deny that. The Senate is still up in the air. But if you can block the Democrats from controlling the House, let's have some real investigations. Let's have some investigation into Afghanistan. 
Let's have some investigations into this critical race theory. Let's have some investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop. Okay, let's have some investigation to calling parents domestic terrorists. Okay, let's not have this charade of this January 6th uh, uh, ABC CNN uh, uh, Democratic commercial. Let's have some real objective investigations. Let's get the oil flowing. Okay, let's give some families some relief. So I'm putting pressure on the Republican Party as well. But but the call of your question, Nancy Pelosi's history. It's over for Nancy Pelosi. And I'm glad you could because you know what? She's been a she's a dinosaur. And I want to be clear about this. The Democratic Party, and I was a member of that party. It, it used to represent the working class people. So seriously, who does the Democrat who do they represent now? They play a good game. They lie a lot. We care about you. We want to help you. Government dependency? Look at the lines. Look at the gas lines. Look at the shortages. Look at the inflation rate. Joe Biden is lying to America every day when he calls it the Putin gas hike. That is an outright lie. Look at the gas prices when he took office. The last day of the Trump administration. Look at the border crisis at the, look at the crisis that he created at the border after Trump left office. Look at the store. Look at the food lines, the shortages, supply chain. Pete Buttigieg, incompetent. Likes to talk a lot, says nothing. I want to say something right now, and I'm glad I've gotten this platform. Kamala Harris. First of all, Joe Biden is the worst president in my lifetime, and that includes Nixon. He may have been a a, a crook. But not, boy, as far as economically and domestic policy, no. Joe Biden is the worst. Jimmy Carter is very happy. Now, Kamala Harris, the worst vice president ever, thus says absolutely nothing. And my ego's in place, but I can sit here and say this. If I ran against Kamala Harris, I'd defeat her. She, she can't win. Kamala Harris' political career is over. She will never win an elected office ever again. She's unlikable. She suffers from the Hillary syndrome. It's over for Kamala Harris. And the idea of putting her, putting Kamala Harris in that position because of her gender and her, 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 her skin color is insulting. The country deserves better. That White House press secretary, I don't care about her gender. I don't care about her sexual orientation. That woman's incompetent. I don't need a press secretary to read a book. She's unqualified. And that's what happens when you play gender politics. And in my opinion, Joe Biden will not be reelected. Joe Biden is not running again. He's horrible. I just want to make sure people understand my position. I mean, I have a golden platform here on the Sean Hannity radio program. I want everyone to know what I'm, what I am all about. Let's do this. You know, we're going to take more of your phone calls. I got another big guest on the Leo Terrell wish list that Linda granted. But we're going to take a break on the Sean Hannity Radio Show. We're going to come back, give you more of my opinions, take more of your phone calls. Sean Hannity Radio Show live. Leo 2.0. Fill in for Mr. Hannity. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back to the Sean Hannity Radio Show. Leo 2.0 here for Mr. Hannity. Glad to be here. And here, you know, I'll just tell you right now, it's been great fun. I got to make a correction. Got to make a big correction. Uh, I was told, uh, you know, in the beginning of the show, and this is why I look at Twitter, look at social media, and um, someone said, Mr. Troy, you made a mistake. You said Joey Jones is a former Marine. Once a Marine, always a Marine. He's absolutely right. I'm absolutely wrong. So my first guest, Joey Jones, I called him a Fox News contributor and a former Marine. I was wrong. You're always a Marine. I got it wrong. See, that's the one thing about, you know, Republicans or Trump Republicans. If they're wrong, they can admit it. I, I, I was wrong. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Uh, we're going to, um, I think I had this call here. And, uh, for some reason, I misplaced it. But let me continue with the discussion because we're going to have a, a special guest coming up in a second. You know, the most popular official, oh no, let me rephrase, the most popular person to run for president is not a politician, President Trump. President Trump is, in my opinion, the most popular individual to run for office in 2024. I'm going to work my butt off for him. I just want, I, I want to be honest with you. I'm going to spend the next two years campaigning for President Trump. I hope he runs. I think he will run. But, you know, there's no one even close to him. No one. But you hear the Democratic Kool-Aid and the Republican Lemonade. Oh, this guy is running. This guy is running. Go ahead, run against him. You'll lose. Because you, because President Trump has something that the other candidates do not have. The people. You see, people don't understand it. Trump puts the people first. He puts Americans first. That's why they like him. If Trump is so unpopular, he'll lose. But he's not. Again, I said this a couple hours ago. I beg you. Our number is 1-800-941-SEAN. 1-800-941-7326. Name me one politician who can call for a rally on a Saturday night. You're going to give up your dinner. You're going to give up your trip to the movies or to, the, to, to a, an amusement park. And you're going to go and sit there and wait five hours for someone. There's only one guy I know who could do that. Trump. Name me another guy who can endorse a candidate and he goes up 10 or 15 points. Oh, no, he's not perfect. He's not 140 and eight. I mean, 140 and zero. But the super majority of the candidates he endorsed, they win. They win. And what you have within the Republican Party, I'm going to say it right now, they're jealous of him. Because he, he doesn't go to the wine and cheese parties. He puts you first. Look at your gas prices when he was in office. The border. Any Americans were killed in the last 18 months of his tenure as president? They don't like his personality. Get over it. He was effective. Look what we have in the White House right now. An embarrassment. I mean, an outright embarrassment. His wife should be ashamed of herself. Something is wrong with Joe Biden. I'm not a doctor. I won't play a doctor on the radio. But something's wrong with him. You know it. Do not insult the American public's intelligence. 
You have a man who does not know what's going on. A man who's given cue cards to read from. A man who has to follow the list. A man who's told to leave the stage. This is where you got to set aside party loyalty and put country first. Does Joe Biden represent the best interests of America? No, the answer is no. You have to be honest. You have to be honest. He does not represent the best interests of this country. He's allowed the left wing to control him. And they're trying to destroy this country. It won't happen. My next guest and I will talk about it. Don't go anywhere. We got 30 some odd minutes left. This is the Sean Hannity radio program. Leo 2.0 in for Mr. Hannity. We'll be right back with our special guest coming up. If babies in their mother's womb could speak, what do you think they'd say? Hi, this is Buck. This is Tom. This is Susie. Did you know that an unborn baby's heartbeat is already beating at three weeks? By five weeks, you can hear that heartbeat on ultrasound. And that's where Preborn's network of clinics step in because the heartbeat is the voice of Preborn and you can share their voice in a big way. Every free ultrasound costs 28 bucks. They don't get a penny from the federal government. They need your help desperately. And that's why I bought them two 4D ultrasound machines because they desperately need the help. And they're helping moms with counseling and all sorts of ways. Just dial pound 250, pound 250, say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. You'll never regret helping to save a baby's life. Preborn.com slash Sean. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, welcome back to the Sean Hannity radio show. Not show, it's the radio show heard around the world, nationally, globally, internationally. And the, sh- the phone number is 1-800-941-SEAN. That's 800-941-7326. You can find Twitter. You can find Sean at Sean Hannity. That's his Twitter account. My Twitter account, Leo 2.0, at the Leo Terrell, my website, at theleotrail.com. We're posting the radio show up on my website so you can hear it. Again, the response from all of you have been fantastic. 
as to reacting to this two and a half hour love fest. We have a special guest coming, but I'm not going to tell you who it is until they arrive. But let me do this. Let me take a quick call from, we have Barbara. Is Barbara still there? Kelly, uh, Katie by the door. Let's go to Barbara. Hi, Leo. Hi, hi, Barbara. Um, I wanted to ask this question for ages. You're the perfect one to ask it to. Yes. Um, what can conservatives do to reach the black community? What did What did President Trump do that made people understand that they were genuinely included in what he was doing? Excellent question. Excellent question. Thank you for asking that question. Because I'll tell you right now, what Trump did, he basically had policies that helped Americans. Nothing, none of this target gender politics, race politics. Under the Trump administration, the lowest, un, the lowest unemployment rate for black Americans, for Mexican Americans, for women. Okay. I mean, there's a lie going around that Blacks do not want law enforcement. They hate the police. That's a lie. Look at these big cities. Who's running the police department? People of color. The Democrats, Barbara wants to play the race car so bad. That may have worked 40 or 50 years ago. It doesn't work now. And, and so what happens is, and I thank you very much for the call. Uh, it's just that President Trump put Americans first, all Americans. And that's why he's affected. That's why I decided to be a Trump supporter. And without further ado, I'd like to bring my next guest. Because again, on my Leo Terrell wish list, it was granted by Linda. I asked for this guest to appear, and uh, lo and behold, he's here. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce uh, Mr. Donald Trump Jr. Uh, hello, sir. I hope we don't get into a fight because I'm a Trump supporter. No, I think we're good with that, man. How you <laughs> Thank you very much, and thank you very much for making time to uh, join us on the Sean Hannity radio program. Before we get to anything about what's going on, uh, can you tell, I, I have the book, but, you know, President Trump put out a book called Our Journey Together. It's available now at 45book.com. Can you tell the Hannity listeners what the book is all about? You know what, honestly, Leo, right now it's about sort of the nostalgia of what could have been for our country. Uh, had we not let the nonsense transpire, had people not believe the media uh, and all the lies told by them and the Democrats. Uh, you know, it's a trip down memory lane when America was prosperous. Uh, and Donald Trump did that despite all odds. So we put together a book available at 45books.com where, you know, it's the, the photos, the pictures, the memories of all the successes that we had that no one would give my father credit for uh, in the media. Right? They, they would try to pretend yeah. that everything was a disaster and everything was falling apart. And now that it's actually happening... Now, Joe Biden's doing a wonderful job. You know, he was handed a world-class economy. He was handed energy independence. He was handed peace deals in the Middle East. He was handed no wars in Europe. And all of a sudden, within 18 months, this clown show, and again, it's not just Joe Biden, right? This is Democrat policy yeah. uh, that they're enacting, right? They try to, now they're trying to blame it on Joe. Just like now, all of a sudden, the Hunter Biden laptop matters because they need a scapegoat for their crappy policy. Uh, their policies did this. Democrat policies did this to America. They hate America. They despise Americans. They will do anything but something that's actually valuable for the citizens of this country. And they're proving this time and time again. We told you it was going to happen. You got it. I imagine the listeners of this show fully understood that for a moment, number one. Uh, and so the book was really about 
showing Americans all the things we're so proud of as Americans, where you're allowed to actually be a patriot. You're allowed to put America first. Uh, you know, we, we're the first country probably in the world uh, that is deciding to put our citizens last and still expecting some sort of good result. It's, it's absolutely ludicrous. But again, this is what uh, you know, the media and the Democrats pushed. And now we're, we're getting to reap the whirlwind, unfortunately. Uh, on, yeah, unfortunately. How, how did the title Our Journey Together come about? How did, we come up, how did you guys come up with the title? Well, you know, really, it, was, it wasn't just that, right? My father didn't need this because he needed the job, Leo. You know, it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, he was doing pretty good. Uh, he needed that <laughs> job like a hole in the head. But, you know, from the 80s, he was complaining about, you know, stupid politicians making decisions they have no business making, meaning they have no understanding, right? They've never mm-hmm. run a business. They've never had a real job outside of politics. They've never dealt with money or understandability or accountability or anything. And he's been sick of it and started getting more and more vocal as we watch this sort of incompetence pile it on and pile on. And finally, he just said, you know, I have to get in this. And again, he didn't do this because he needed the job. He did, he did this because he needed to fix the country. He believes in that, and he believes in that still. Uh, and the American people that he was fighting on. So it was never about Trump. It was about he's the only guy that has the guts yep. to take on that establishment. The only guy that will challenge them, that doesn't care. That's not beholden. You know, you even see it with the, the big donors in the Republican class. Right. Well, oh, they yeah. Wanna maybe they want to maybe do something else. Oh, you mean they want control again? They yeah. want to be able to dictate to, you know, a fake president that owes them favors for putting them in office exactly what they want happening. That's not America first. That's donors first. I and agree. So you see that. So it was always about that. And you see it starting to happen again now because, you know, in all fairness, the donor class usually doesn't give a crap about the, the average guy. No. You know, so my father did this for those hardworking Americans who've been, you know, getting screwed, frankly, uh, you know, by the donor class, by the political elite, by the left and the right alike. And, you know, that's where I, our journey together came from, because you saw it. And again, oh. his accomplishments are so much more impressive when you think about it, that it wasn't just unprecedented hate from the media, which was by far worse than anyone's ever received. Or, yeah, you or know, from the left with multiple impeachments, but also from the right, from the people oh. who refused to vote for him, whether it's John McCain striking down Obamacare just because, you know, these guys aren't about America first. They're about America last and lining their own pockets and ending up on board seats after politics. And, you know, their donor class and, uh, you know, the special interests. So this was you, about Donald Trump's journey with his America, with the Americans that he did this for. A couple of points, you, and we're talking to Donald Trump Jr. We were talking about uh, President's latest book, Our Journey Together. In my opinion, everything you said has been spot on, but I just want to highlight a couple of things. In the four years Donald Trump, other than Abraham Lincoln, I don't think there's another president who accomplished as much in four years. I think, personally, Operation Warp Speed was one of his greatest accomplishments. People say you couldn't get a vaccine done. He got three of them. But here's the part where you hit it right on the head. You know, we know the Democrats are jealous. They, they're envious of the president. But that 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 segment of the Republican Party who despise Trump, he's the only candidate, he's the only person on this in this country who can call for a rally on a Saturday night at four, 7 o'clock in the evening. You got 35, 40,000 people there, maybe even more. His endorsement means something. He resonates with the American people and the Republican establishment. They resent that. Oh, they, 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 they hate it. You, you know what I mean? Again, 
because they're used to, hey, if I write a big check, I can have these guys, you know, barking like a trained pet, like a dog. You know, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll bark at their command. They could be the most powerful <laughs> man in the world, but, you know, we, we know who's, uh, who's really in charge. And so, you know, they don't like that. They don't want someone like Trump who doesn't need their money, who doesn't right. care, who, does, you know, who has the support of the actual American people. And that's really, Leo, the problem with the entire system. You know, it, it's designed, you know, you saw that with the Republicans, Democrats, honestly, with half the Republicans we have, who needs Democrats? They're basically the same thing. Yeah, uh, you're right. So, you know, we need something to actually go against that. And you saw that. All the things that they said he couldn't do, all the things they tried to prevent him from being able to do, more importantly, right? It's not like he had any help. Uh, he was still able to get that done. Like, imagine what he could do if, like, I don't know, a couple of Democrats actually worked with him. Like, mm-hmm. if, if the majority of the Republicans actually worked with him. Like, you know, you think we'd be in the position we're in right now? Like, you know, blowing money out the wazoo. Theoretically, we're in a recession. We all know where it's going. And it's only going to get worse. Like, and it's going to hurt. Because the funny money that they've been printing, that people have been spending, all the freedoms they took away, like, all this stuff adds up, Leo. Uh, it, it adds up, and you're yeah. going to have to pay the piper. And it's, you know, the crown show Democrats are going to try to buy these votes, and they're going to, you know, they, they've been doing it time and time again. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. People have to be awake, but maybe we needed that. Just like we all probably at one stage in our time needed yeah. you know, sort of a disciplinarian parent to kick us in the butt and move us along. You know, maybe we need Joe Biden, meaning we need such incompetence that everything gets exposed. That oh, everyone I, I, sees just how stupid it is, and finally then they'll start paying attention and not just blindly, you know, following the votes. I know for you as a former Democrat, you probably, you know, you, you know that all too well. You've yeah. seen it, but, but you opened your eyes. You were willing to hear the other side, not oh, just definitely. Sort of blindly follow what all the other people who have been bought and paid for for decades, whether it's within communities or within towns or all of these things. We're not leading their people in the right direction. Well, they're doing what they're told because they're paid they're paid well to do that in one way, shape, or form. I tell people I tell people right every day. I I, I want to make sure people understand. I'm a Trump Republican, not a, not a Republican. There's a massive distinction. Now I would 100%. Donald Trump Jr. I will lose my radio credibility if I don't ask the question people want to know. Anytime a Trump appears on radio or TV, uh, huh. there was talk that he might run. Uh, he might make some announcement. Uh, I've had the privilege to meet your, with your dad. Is he running for president? I, you know, I don't know, but I, I hope so. And listen, the reality is he's honest, you know, about these things. You know, if, if, if he wakes up one day and feels like Joe Biden looks, uh, he won't do that because he would never do that to the American people. Uh, you know, so we gotta, we gotta be sure about that. But man, like when you think about what he was able to do, the disaster yeah. he was able to turn around after Obama, like, you know, who better than to fix a mess than someone who's actually done it, A, done it before, B, done it in the real world, C, been there, done that, and knows exactly now. You know, again, the one thing we didn't have last time was sort of the understanding of how it really worked. You went in there thinking, like, oh, these people must be aligned with us, right? They're Republicans. They're probably mm-hmm. on our page. Not even a little bit. You know, yeah. Now you know that. Uh, yeah. th- now you have the receipts. Uh, and, and I think, you know, th- that makes it even easier uh, to get well, things going and fixed. And we're going to need some fixing in the next uh, not-too-distant future if we don't already badly. Well, I'll tell you right now, if he runs, uh, Leo 2.0 is committed uh, 24-7. The name of the book is Our Journey Together. My guest, I want to thank you very much, Donald Trump Jr. And uh, listen, if he runs, I'm committed 24-7. And I thank you very much for joining us on the Sean Hannity Radio Program. I appreciate it, my friend. You have a great day.
Thank you. That's Donald Trump Jr. The name of the book is Our Journey Together. We'll take a little break, come back, talk about it. Got a lot more to do. This is the Sean Hannity radio program. Leo 2.0 in for Mr. Hannity. No, it's not me. Yeah, it is me. It's Leo 2.0, not Sean Hannity. Sean has given me the privilege to sit in for him for three glorious hours, and it's been unbelievable. It's been fantastic. You listeners uh, who've been listening across this entire country, you love this country. It's clear. That's why you follow Sean Hannity, because he loves this country, and you care about this country, and you're passionate. And I hope over the last three hours, you've heard my passion and my love for this country. I put America first. Okay, and this country's in turmoil right now, and, and we need leadership. And I'll tell you right now, all my guests, the subject matter designed to show you how important it is to turn this country around. We are in trouble right now, and we're in a lot of trouble because there is failed leadership. I want to be as clear as possible. Democratic Party cares about the Democratic Party, care about the elite. And I'll tell you right now, they lie. They don't tell you the truth. They don't tell you about the truth about inflation. They don't tell you the truth about the crime in Democratic cities. They lie about the border situation. They lie about the Hunter Biden laptop. We had a country that was strong, prosperous, no inflation about four, about two years ago. And their dislike towards President Trump gave us this horrific economy, this terrible chaos and the, the loss. And let's never forget this. The loss of 13 American service workers in Afghanistan. That did not need to happen. That's on Joe Biden's watch. That's on his hands. We lost 13 American service workers who never should have lost their lives. And the hundreds who have been injured severely, permanently. I love this country, folks. I'm just going to tell you right now, I love it. That's why I left the Democratic Party. And I'm so happy right now. And I hope Trump runs for office because I'm going to support him 24-7. And don't worry, that caller, Nancy Pelosi, her days are numbered. She's going to be retired as Speaker of the House, and she knows it. So listen, uh, we're going to see each other again. I, I, I can guarantee you that we're going to be seeing each other again, either on Sean Hannity's TV program or me being a guest on his radio program. I want to thank all of you. I want to thank the staff, Linda of Katie by the door, Ann, Ethan, Aaron, everybody who made this possible because without them, I could not have performed my duties as a host for Sean Hannity. Please give me a good grade. Tell Sean I was a good boy. I was a good guy. Did everything right. Didn't cross the line. And I will see you in the immediate future. I'll see you tonight. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. 
Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.